Welcome to The Healing Room. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to The Healing Room Podcast. My name is Leela Zine, and I'm your host. And today, we have a special guest. I know y'all are so excited. I am, too. Our special guest today is Austin Robinson. He is a photographer and videographer. I would like to call him a visual storyteller, as he calls himself. And I'm just happy to have him. Hey, Austin. How are hey. you? Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> okay, Austin, please tell us about yourself. Introduce us to you. Well, I am a 25-year-old storyteller. I like to, like, as you said before, I like to go by a visual storyteller instead of putting it in a box as a videographer or photographer. Um, so I just like to tell stories. That's what I found to be my passion. It doesn't matter what the story is, as long as it has some kind of meaning or impacts somebody or is somehow some kind of creative outlet. That's me. It's just a visual storyteller. I get a lot of passion from traveling, talking to people, meeting people, and just um, just going outside the comfort zone. That's that's me. That's me in a nutshell. So where are you from, Austin? So right now I am in the northern part of Atlanta, Gwinnett area, and um, I'm pretty much up here for right now. Um, I probably will move around sometime soon once COVID dies down, but you know, I'm a keep that a secret for right now of where I'm headed, you know, but Definitely. Um, you gotta keep this yeah. okay. yeah, a Atlanta. little bit. <laughs> Shout out to ATL <laughs> listeners listening. What's up? How long have you been a filmmaker? Austin? And like, what inspired you? on this? Journey? So that's a long and short story. Um, honestly, I think it's just always been kind of like a part of me. Um, from like a young age, you could see me with cameras and, um, my dad used to record me a lot when uh, we were younger and there was always this little catchphrase that th you would hear in all the videos. Uh, every time you would point the camera at me, I would be like, let me see, let me see, let me see. So I got excited every time I saw a camera and it wasn't until like uh, middle, middle school, high school-ish where I decided to pick it back up again. Like uh, I just kind of like gravitated it towards it and it was just, you know, taking pictures and stuff in high school. Um, I got known for that throughout high school as a, the photographer. Um, when I went to college, I was still taking pictures. I started off at uh, Valdosta State and then ended up going to Georgia Gwinnett to finish it out. Um, and about the middle of college, I started getting to videography a lot more because um, I've always loved movies. So um, I just wanted to take it up that notch. And that's kind of how the filmmaking kind of ties in. So they're both a big passion, love of mine, but now it's more uh, video than photography for sure. Oh, I fell in love with your work through your YouTube and vlogs. How did you start vlogging in China? Cause I mean, it, it's so crisp, it's so beautiful. You made China look like, I don't know, everywhere you went, it was like a four star, five star hotel. <laughs> yeah, so, um, when I initially got to China, uh, I wanted uh, with my friends and family here and, you know, just calling them on the phone and sending them pictures was just not enough. So um, once I got a little bit more settled, I was like, let me show them really how I'm living out here. Like I had friends who, you know, think of China as just a village farm country. And I'm like, no, my apartment here that's 500 bucks is 
probably nicer than what you have here in the city. You know, um, I'm like, the food here is a little different. And uh, I just want to show that experience of kind of like how China seems like a big, scary place, um, you know, especially growing up here in the West, you know, you hear all the horror stories of China and um, you don't, they don't really shine the light on what it is now. And um, I just kind of wanted to do that in my own way, not necessarily to, you know, just make China look like a great, amazing country, but just my experience there for, you know, people just like you who were interested in China and uh, especially being black, it's harder to find our experience anywhere. So to be able to document that um, helps others as well. And that's how I got there was watching others on YouTube, just like me, who was like, hey, it's not bad here. You should, you know, pack your stuff up and just at least try it out. And that's so true. I think it's so difficult for people of color to feel accepted overseas because we're not as accepted in the U.S. Um, would you say the same? So with China, it's a little bit different. Um, uh, there's a word I like to tell people. It's xenophobia. So in America, we have racism. You have where there's the historic racism with slavery, uh, Jim Crow, and it's just embedded pretty much in the American culture and you know agree or disagree it's embedded in American culture so with China it's you're just a foreigner you're not black you're not white you're just a foreigner um, so it's Chinese and foreigner that's what it is you'll never be accepted as a Chinese person because you're not Chinese um, as it goes being a black in China the thing about it was they're more fascinated. Uh, some honestly had never seen a black person before. And you have to be open-minded when you go that this is some of their reality. They may never have seen a black person on the train or right next to them. So the, you will see them take out their phones and you know get excited and take pictures and um, ask questions about your hair and even try to touch your hair. Uh, you know, teaching English over there in China, I actually had a whole lesson where I just taught them about my hair and how my hair works, just to kind of just break the ice and tell them what they wanted to know. So yeah, it's, it's definitely different being black over there, but it comes with its benefits. I didn't feel like it was hostile or anything like that. I had a great time. Wow, that is so rare that you would hear that from a black man, you know, going to a different country. You just recently launched a project, you know, on your Instagram visual that you worked on about, you know, voting and being black and the brothers coming together, which was an awesome visual, by the way. For me, when I was there, um, it actually sparked more creativity being there because it was, you were learning so much and there was so much stimulant in China um, that you just wanted to capture it all. You just something big for me when I was over there that you felt like a child that's that's something I told my girlfriend you feel like a child when you're in China like um because we, we didn't speak the language you didn't know the food you didn't know how to get around so you're starting from zero and each month you grew and it's like you know it went from you're using your hands for everything to try to speak to people to where you know you start asking questions in Chinese you start um excuse me um, you start asking questions in Chinese, you start, you know, actually really getting involved and it just, it did spark a lot of creativity and just kind of showed you what you really were capable of. 
that you didn't maybe even know you were capable of. That's amazing. Um, and you know, I think that really helps with imposter syndrome, which is, um, are you familiar with the term? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so you know, I, I'm actually a um, therapy student right now, so I will be getting my, I'll be a licensed therapist in um, less than a couple years. But that is something I dealt with, imposter syndrome as a creative, where, you know, I felt sometimes like I didn't know what I was doing and I have all this experience, yet I felt like it wasn't enough, it didn't suffice. And so I feel like you being accepted or creatives being accepted, like you said, fuels that creativity. And obviously when creativity is fueled, you come up with some amazing, creative, mind-blowing content, you know? So Glory was probably my favorite project of last year, for sure. Um, it was produced by Creative Souls Photo. They're uh, a couple of photographers. And also, like, I call them my parents because they're like my mentors. Well, they are my mentors here in Atlanta. And they wanted me to do their promo project for their book that's actually out now, uh, which is called Glory, um, which is pretty much them showing different children from around the world, kind of how they wanted to be painted and as, you know, as their imagination. So they pitched me the idea. They're like, we want to put something with past, present and future. That's all we know. We want you to figure out the rest and um, pitch it to us and we'll figure something out. We'll produce it, whatever you need we'll just make it happen. I said, enough said, you know, so pretty much I just sat, I watched movies. I talked to my girlfriend. I talked to some other friends. Um, at that time, Lovecraft had actually had just started airing, but the funny thing was I didn't start watching it yet until the project was actually done. Um, and pretty much, um, I just pretty much went in imagination and was like, what would I want to see? What would be interesting to me? And I was like, you know what, let me start this in the future. Uh, I don't want to give away too much of the project for anybody who wants to see it. But I was like, let me start at a different point where people might not, you know, know yet. And we just made it happen. And once we released it, I was, I've never been happier than that with a project. Like that was one of, definitely one of my favorite projects, probably of all time, for sure. It's the, job well done. I just think the project is so well done and also emotionally connecting to it. it is really amazing you do very intentional work for the culture and for everyone you know i see other people of races also that you have supported in projects um and so if you had to give advice to an aspiring a visual storyteller photographer videographer um who was maybe younger than you black um, and maybe not as confident in their craft, what advice would you give them? Um, so my advice I would give them is take a content break. Um, that was something for me that helped me out a lot was, um, and yeah, that helped me out a lot was stop watching content, stop watching other people's content. I know we're fueled by Instagram and YouTube, uh, Twitter, whatever, stop watching other people's content and focus on what you want to make and make stuff. You don't necessarily have to put everything out. I have so many projects that I have yet to put out, but I'll, I'll still make it just for me. So uh, for a younger filmmaker, 
that is just like me or even if I was talking to my younger self, I would tell them, take a step back, turn off YouTube. I know these people look amazing how they're filming these things, but these people are at stage 10 and you're at stage one right now. You know, you'll get to stage 10 sooner or not enough. And watching them at stage 10 and comparing you will just discourage you. So uh, take a content break, do something different. Um, even if you're a filmmaker, go draw something. That's what I'll do sometimes is draw, um, paint, do something that's outside of your art field and just grab inspiration from other places. And then when it's time and you feel like it's time for you to make your art, then go make your art and trust me, it'll come out. Self-care, um, positive self-thinking, affirmations or reaffirming yourself is the way to go to maintain your creativity, feed your mind, feed your art. That's just the way to go. You said it all. So I definitely would have to stand on that. So we have come to a close and I'm just so grateful to have had you on the Healing Room podcast. An ounce of me have, has been healed. <laughs> I'm about to go to China tomorrow. <laughs> I hope that that healed a piece of you guys who are listening. It definitely healed me. Anything else, Austin, you want to leave us with before you go? Well, actually, you need to leave <laughs> with handles. <laughs> Maybe if you want to give us some tea on the next thing coming out. I don't know. Should we be looking out for something? I don't know. Uh, definitely more projects are in the works. Um, you know, I don't like to put deadlines on projects, so definitely more things are coming out. 2021 is going to be definitely an amazing year. Um, definitely going to travel a little bit and, um, you can follow me on Instagram at my name, austin.robinson. Um, YouTube is Austin R and, uh, definitely we'll be making more content for you guys. And, um, you know, hopefully I'll be back on the podcast sometime soon, you know? <laughs> oh, yes, you're coming back. You're coming back. Awesome. Thank you. I'll so enjoy it. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, Austin. And we appreciate you. We will talk. I appreciate you guys too. You're welcome. All right.